especially you type A people, but this isn't just a type A problem. If you're the type of problem, not not that it's a problem to be type A, don't at me. You know what I mean. Episode 1210 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode, best of-ish edition. Today's quick tip, are annual mileage goals a bad idea? Hey, y'all, today's episode is brought to you once again by my friends over at Dry Seats. And look, I, I don't know what else I can say about Dry Seats that I haven't said already. So I'll just I'll just go back to the well once more because, quite frankly, who wants to get funk on their car seats, right? Like, like I don't know. You know, you know, when it comes to, to my car, let's let's pull back the, the curtain a little bit. My car's old. It's a 2004, and I'm recording this, uh, you know, just about when we roll over to 2024. So I guess you can do the math on that and realize that my car is uh, 20 years old, uh, just about. It's got uh, 187,000 miles on it, something like that. Uh, it's basically at the point now where we're going on the interstate for more than an hour and a half to two hours. Um, it just can't, it just can't hang. It's, it's a local car only quite frankly, like I'm okay with that. I don't need a fancy car, but you know what? Even in, in my old, it's not a rust bucket, thankfully, cause I don't live up North anymore, but it's, it's old, you know, like there's some things that don't work on it anymore. Um, but quite frankly, I don't want funky seats, right? Like as, as much as, as I don't care that much, I'm not a, I'm not a big car guy. I don't. Clearly, I don't view my car as a status symbol. If I did, I'd, I'd probably think pretty lowly of myself. Um, but I, at the same time, you know, I want to be able to get in the car and not worry about just funk all over my seats. Whether it's after I finish a run, whether it's after I, I you know, do some type of, you know, if I take the car over to um, the little community garden that we have and I've got a little plot in it and I'm doing some garden work and I've got garden funk on me, um, whether it's just, you know... Taking the, the dog somewhere and, you know, I guess the dog has its own funk and, and maybe the dry seat doesn't quite protect the dog from that because we sit at, the dog sits on the bench seats and the dry seats don't work on a bench seat. But point being, I don't want to get either, I don't want to leave funk on my car seats and I don't want to pick funk up off of the car seats when I'm actually doing something, you know, non-running related and I have to get in the car and go somewhere. And that's why I love my dry seat. It's, it, it, it's, it's just a simple solution to a simple problem that quite frankly, before dry seats, I didn't have a good solution for, right? Because I, I can take the dry seat, put it over my, my car seat. Um, and it, it just gets, it keeps all the, 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 the human funk, the food funk, the drink funk, whatever other funk might be, uh, emanating off of me or, or falling, uh, on the seat while I'm driving keeps it, keeps the car seat as clean as it can possibly be after, you know, for a car that's 20 years old. Um, and the best part is when it gets when it gets dirty, which you know it does, when it when it collects enough funk that I'm like, yeah, all I do is take it off take it off the car seat, which takes all of about three and a half seconds if I'm taking my time. If I want to make it quick, it can it can be done in about 1.25 seconds. Not that I got the stopwatch out, but that's a that's a pretty accurate estimate. Throw it in the washing machine, let it dry, reinstall it, which takes maybe a little bit longer than than uninstalling. So maybe it takes about 2.75 seconds if I'm going quick maybe 5.8 seconds if I'm taking my time to reinstall the dry seat and bada boom, bada bam. There's no more, no more concern, no more worry about any funk on the car seat. And let's, let's just, let's not kid ourselves. If your proper car seat gets, gets funkified, it takes, it takes a little bit longer than 5.8 seconds to get, uh, you know, I guess, I guess by the time I take off the car seat and put it back on, it takes more than about 7.9 seconds to, uh, 
to get all the funk off your car seat. So get yourself a dry seat heading into 2024 if you haven't done so already. Keep your car seats funk-free. Maybe get one for the captain's chair in the back. You know, you got the minivan. You got the kids back there. Yeah, there's some real funk going on back there. I mean, come on. Let's not kid ourselves. Get yourself get yourself a whole host of dry seats um, and support the show at the same time. Dry-seats.com. That's dry with an I. D-R-I-seats, plural, dot com. Diz20 at checkout will save you 20% on your order. Uh, thanks to Dry Seats for continuing to sponsor the show. Thanks to you all for continuing to support Dry Seats. Makes a great gift. Maybe it's too late for the holidays this year, but hey, there's, uh, there's birthdays. There's Father's Days. There's Mother's Days. There's... I don't know. What, what other what other gifts are we... I don't know that it make a great Valentine's Day gift, but maybe, maybe, you know? Valentine's Day is coming up. Get your sweetie something special like a dry seat. I don't know. Maybe that's not the best ad copy. But you, you be the judge on that. But uh, next time you need to give a gift, next time you just want to treat yourself, maybe not uh, the most exciting treat yourself, but it's a functional treat yourself, dry-seats.com. Diz20 at checkout. So today, we've got a little uh, trip down memory lane, but not really. And, and I say this every time I think that I, I, I introduce a best of ish where we go back in the archives. What's something that we talked about in the past? We want to talk about in the future and more often than not, you know, the, 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 the topic, the, the, com- the, I guess it's not a conversation. My soliloquy ends up being about the same as it was the first time. Maybe, you know, maybe the examples are a little bit different. Maybe, you know, there's, there's a few tweaks and adjustments, but I think today might be an overhaul. So today's episode originally aired back in uh, December of 2017. So checks the checks the calendar six years ago, and uh, my views on the topic have changed dramatically. If you want to go back and listen to the original, my original take, which is about I don't know, I don't know if it's quite 180 degrees from what you're about to hear, but but probably about 158 degrees. Um, that was episode 505. If you want to read the original blog, blog post, isruns.com slash 505, more or less copied and pasted as I always do with the, uh, the, the best of ishes uh, in today's show notes, isruns.com slash 1210. But uh, what, what it says on the post today and what I'm about to, to say here may not line up as closely as they usually do because today's topic is annual mileage goals. And uh, seeing as this is coming out towards the end of December, Maybe you're thinking about setting a goal for 2024. You know, I want to run X number of miles. Maybe, maybe you're like me. You're setting out to, to run the year. 2,024 miles in the new year. That's, that's my plan. Um, clearly, there's other, other targets. Maybe your, your aim is 1,000 miles or 750 miles or 1,500. It doesn't matter what it is, right? The number is irrelevant here. The idea is or the, 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 the question I'm posing and going to try to work through is it a good idea to set mileage goals? Now, six years ago when we did this, no was the answer. Unequivocally, no. And I laid out all the reasons that I think setting mileage goals are stupid, why it's a bad idea, why I used to think that. Honestly, I, I still don't know that I'm on board with, with mileage goals. I certainly you know, am a, am a bit more nuanced now. I'm not going to say across the board it's a bad idea. I'm certainly not going to say that across the board it's a good idea, but... Let's let's unpack it a little bit more, and, and maybe maybe ultimately where we'll try to get to today is helping to helping you to decide if setting a mileage goal in 2024 or obviously whatever whatever time frame we're looking at this um, or you stumble upon this in the future is it a good idea for you? Because I, I, I thought I would have thought that six years ago I was very much 
against the one-size-fits-all advice? Clearly, I wasn't because I was saying across the board, bad idea. Today, let's let's unpack it and see if it's the right thing for you or not and some things to think about when it comes to setting setting the goals. So, you know, one, one reason that I think that mileage goals are popular and, and quite frankly, you know, it's, it's a, it's a perk of, of mileage goals is it can be really helpful to nail down some consistency, right? Because if you're picking a goal for a whole year, whether it's, whether it's to run the year, whether it's whatever, whatever is the right kind of target for you, thousand miles, 1500 miles, whatever. Clearly that's not something that you're going to knock out in a week, right? Not, not something you're going to knock out in a month. Um, it's something that's going to take you probably the better part of 12 months. And, and it's going to force you to be consistent for, for where you are, maybe even to build slightly, you know, maybe, maybe you're looking at 2023 and you're doing the math and with, with 10 days to go, you're like, all right, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to finish up with, with 1600 miles this year. I think maybe next year, 1800 would be a good target, you know, cause I can do what I did this year. But if I just bumped that up by whatever the math works out to be by two miles a week, um, or maybe four miles a week. So a couple miles for each of my runs, um, you know, I'll get there. And maybe, maybe you listened to, maybe you did listen to some of the, the recent episodes. We talked about adding more volume as a way to increase your fitness and to become a better runner. That was, what was that episode? 1206, I think a few, few episodes back in your feed. Um, and maybe you, maybe you're, you're putting that together going, all right, if I, if I set a little bit bigger mileage goal for, for the new year, that's going to help increase my volume. It's going to help me improve my fitness, help me maybe make some progress towards my running goals. I don't have anything to, to argue with on that. Um, I think, I think it can be a great tool to, um, you know, to kind of do the math and go, all right, well, if I, if I only add four miles a week, what's that going to do to me over the course of the year? That's going to add 200 bloody miles over the course of a year. That's substantial. You know, I don't care if you're running 1500 miles, 1800 miles, 2000 miles. Like if you add another 200 miles on top of that, that's, that's a good chunk. And then of course you do the math to break it down. You go, all right, three miles a week, four miles a week. Um, it might push me a little bit, but I think I can do it. And if you stick with it over the course of the year, you hit your mileage goal, bada boom, bada bam, what's not to love? Well, the problem is, and and I think this is where ultimately I came down on the side of don't do it six years ago, and now where I'm more on the side of maybe it's right for you, maybe it's not, is that setting those big goals can be a little bit of, of a risky play, especially if you don't do it with some thought, Right. So if, if, if you, if you don't look back on how many miles you ran last year and you just arbitrarily pick a number, you say, Hey, this year, I'm going to, I'm going to go for the, the, uh, the run the year challenge, or this year I'm going to run, I'm going to aim to run 1500 miles. Cause you think that doesn't sound too like too much, but if you did the math and you realize that last year you ran 700 miles, well, now we're talking about more than double, uh, a more than, than double the, the amount you ran last year. I mean, that's, that's a, a target that could set you up for more failure than it for growth, right? Like that might be too much of an increase to where now all of a sudden, maybe, maybe the odds of injury are increased dramatically because you're literally doubling your mileage or, or maybe even more than that, depending on what last year looked like. Um, and, and as always, I, I feel like I don't need to say this, but I also feel like I always need to say this, you know, maybe for some folks, doubling your mileage, isn't that big of a deal because quite frankly, 2022, I think, I think I, my mileage took a huge hit because of my injury and the move and all those things. If you've been around for a couple of years, you, you heard the saga. Um, so, so 2023 to run the year, I wasn't quite doubling my mileage, but I think I went from like 1200 miles or 1300 miles last year back up to 2000. So I added 700 miles, big jump. But in the course of my overall history, 
not that big of a jump compared to where I was in 2021, 2020, 2019. So it was it was a sustainable jump for me. So this is where again, there's some nuance here. Maybe maybe a double and up of your mileage last year isn't that big of a, a leap in the big picture. But point being, sometimes we set these these mileage goals, and and again, when they're a bit arbitrary, when when they're a bit maybe following the 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 some of the excitement on social media for I'm running the year this year, or I'm going to step my mileage up. And you're like, Oh, well, if, if so-and-so can do 1800 miles, I can do 1800 miles. Well, no, I mean, maybe you can, but we need to plan these things out because otherwise the injury risk gets higher. Also, sometimes what can happen when you, when you set these, these mileage goals, um, is you add a bunch of stress to your life about running, right? All of a sudden you feel like you have to do it. You have to run. And especially if something something happens, you know, if life happens a little bit in February, uh, and you get a little bit behind the curve, and now all of a sudden, maybe you were maybe the the original goal was a little bit of a stretch anyway. And now you got to stretch even farther. You know, you fall behind on the numbers, and 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 you, but you're holding yourself to this goal. By God, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit this 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 target. And so now you're mixing in doubles. You're you're adding in running streaks. You, you, like, which which again. In and of themselves, even though we all know where I stand on running streaks, but they're not—they're not the worst thing in the world for some folks. But you don't want to feel like you have to do doubles. You don't want to feel like you have to do a running streak to hit your goal, right? And and if you have this goal and, and you're not willing to waver from it, um, it can be a problem. It can be a problem. And and maybe the the—I don't want to say the worst problem because maybe injuries would be would be worse. But like at the end of the day, maybe you get to, you know, a year from now, fast forward to, to late December, 2024, and you're coming up, you, you know, you're not going to hit your mileage goal, right? You set a goal. You're not, you're not close to it for whatever reasons, injuries, life, you, you, you set too big of a target, something, whatever, you know, and now you're feeling disappointed in yourself. You're feeling like, like it was a failed year and I, and, and, and it wasn't, you know, like, let, let, let's be unequivocal about that. Um, you ran, you did the best you could. Like that's, that's a win. Right. Um, but it's easy for me to say from the outside looking in, it might be easy for you to say to somebody else. If, if, if I was the one going, gosh, you know, it was a failure of a year because I didn't hit my mileage goal. You might be saying, Diz, no, no, you, you did everything you could. You had this injury. You took care of it. That set you behind it, that, that, that happens. But when it happens to, to you, or at least when it happens to me, maybe when it happens to you, it's a lot harder to offer that grace to yourself. Right, it's a lot harder to to look in the mirror and go, God, I did the best I could, and I just it just wasn't my year for whatever reason. It's a lot easier to be like, God, you suck. That's terrible. What a what a what a terrible year it was. Which again, we know that's not true. But then the point being, you set this mileage goal, you don't hit it for any number of reasons, and then you feel like you feel disappointed in yourself. You feel like you failed, and and we don't want that to be the case with our running, right? Like like fail, you know at the risk of being a little bit more blunt than I want to be failure is part of the sport, right? We're all going to fail with, with goals from time to time, whether it's, it's a race day performance. that doesn't go like we planned, whether it's a, a workout that we just didn't execute very well. Um, whether it's a mileage goal that we come up short on, whether it's talking about foam rolling all the time, yet not ever doing the foam rolling that we talk about doing. Um, I just had to make sure I threw one that was absolutely me uh, in there, but the, but the point, and, and you know, I mean, again, all of those have been me at various points. I've had race goals that didn't go accordingly. I've certainly had workouts more recently, like in the last couple of months that at the end of the workout, I was like, that was, that was pretty half-assed if I'm honest. Like I did not execute that workout well. 
had races that have blown up. You know, absolutely. It, failure is part of this. Failure is part of the human condition, right? Like, like not just about running. We've all failed at life at various times, at various things, at various tasks, projects, goals, etc. Running is no different than that. But if you're setting mileage goals that that really take you, you know, that, that if you do fail on it, really does suck the joy out of of running. Like that sucks. That sucks. We don't want to do that if we can help it. So, you know, those are some reasons to 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 not set a mileage goal. Now, again, over the last six years, my stance has definitely softened. I don't want to say it's completely reversed, but it's it's gone a, a different way because you know I am setting mileage goals now. I'm setting a new one for for 2024. Like I said already, 2024 miles. Going to try to run the year for the for the what will hopefully be the fourth time in five years. Um, I think it's done, it's done well for me. I've benefited from that increase in mileage since, since 2020, which was the first year that I set out to, to run the year. Um, it's, it's really helped me a lot, but I like to think that it wasn't arbitrary that year that I kind of thought that that might be something I was going to try in, in October of 2019. And I believe if we go back in the archives far enough, that was the case that I kind of used the last few months of 2019 to start ramping up my mileage so that. The, the leap to get on pace for running the year in 2020 was not a big leap. And then, of course, the pandemic happened and it was, you know, chaos. Didn't know that at the time, how that was all going to shake out. Um, but, it, but you know, that type of foresight, that type of planning worked out for me. So if if you're thinking about a mileage goal for, for 2024, I guess we're going to wrap this up. A few thoughts to hopefully help you be successful, um, not only with your goal, but also with, with reaching some of the bigger picture ambitions that you have within the sport of running first and foremost if, you, if you're just you know gonna randomly throw a dart at the dartboard to pick a number please don't do that please don't do that all right put some thought in it look back on what you ran in 2023 maybe look back at the progression over the last few years what did you, what was running like for 2021 for you 2022 2023 if if 2023 was a bit of a dip but you had some pretty substantial mileage and in, in you know the, the years leading up to that you could probably go for something big again all right. Again, this is this is general advice. If you want to talk more specifically, we can jump on a on a call. You know, use your use your uh, DRNYFA call uh, after January one. We can talk about it. Schedule a consultation call and, and drop a few bucks. We can talk about it. Um, but in theory, that would probably be okay. But if you look back at twenty twenty one and let's say you know just to throw some numbers at things to try to make it more concrete. Um, obviously, again, as always, these numbers are just examples. You can you can scale it up, scale it down, whatever suits suits your story, your situation a little bit better. But let's say 2021, you ran 600 miles, all right? And 2022, you ran 850 miles. And then this year, 2023, you're going you're gonna to close in on, on 1,200 miles. That's, a, that's an awesome progression, okay? Don't get greedy in 2024. If, if you think there's still room to, to grow, still room to make a little bit of, of more progress on that, then aim for, you know, something 1400, 1500, something like that. That's that you can kind of look back and go, all right, every year I've kind of increased by 200 to 300 miles. So like, you know, fitness is a little bit stronger. I have a little more experience. Like, yeah, I could probably ramp that up another 200, 300 miles this year. Maybe, maybe the goal needs to be to stay the same. All right. Maybe, maybe you're at, you're going to be at about 1200 miles for this year. And like, it's doable, but it's like right at the edge of doable. 
the, my, my advice for, for a potential goal for 2024 would be to run 1,200 miles again. And, and hopefully, you, you might be saying, well, Diz, that's, that's just stagnation. That's not growth. No, 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 no. Not so fast. Hopefully, by the end of the year, maybe that 1,200 will have turned into something like 1,300, 1,350. But you're not, you're not forcing growth right at the beginning of the year. Right? Like, let's keep it the same. And maybe over the course of the summer, you start to feel a little bit stronger. You get a few extra miles in here or there. Or maybe your mileage stays the same. You end up with 1,200 miles in 2024. But you're also doing more, doing some strength training for the first time. Maybe you're actually getting on your foam roller, unlike me just talking about it. Right? Maybe you, you free up a little bit more time to do some of the little things to then spur yourself for a, a bigger jump in miles. Maybe you go up to 1,500, 1,600 miles in 2025, a year, you know, the next year. Because you're laying some of that additional foundation in terms of strength, mobility, recovery, whatever. So maybe that's an option. Now, if you're the type of person, and you probably know if you're the type of person or not, because I was this type of person back in 2017 when this episode came out, where I would set these mileage goals for the year, and then by the end of the year, by, by about Thanksgiving time, you know, by about the middle of, of November, I was just kind of burnt out. I was like chasing this goal and maybe it was getting close, but like, God, I just didn't want to run anymore. But then I felt like I had to, cause I was trying to hit the goal. You know, like it's just, it's just not a good situation to be in. If that sounds familiar, then my suggestion might be to wait to set a mileage goal. Now, maybe this works for anybody. You know, again, you know, you know, you, maybe this is a better option than, than coming up with a mileage goal starting January one. Maybe you wait until October one or October 15, you know, somewhere, Somewhere we're getting into, into Q4 of 2024, and you look at where you are. You total up the mileage for the first nine months of the year. And you go, all right, I'm at, I'm at 1,100 miles. I've got three months left. I think I can get 200 more miles in the next three months. So then, so then you, you, you wait to set your goal until closer to the end of the year. Why is that maybe not a bad idea? Well, because at that point, your goal is a little bit more, I don't want to say realistic, but like you've got an idea of where, where are we right now and where am I going to try to get to in a tighter window, 12 month goals sound great in theory. I'm a fan of big goals, but a lot of things can happen from January one to 31 December, right? Like lots of life can happen. And so if you wait, if, if you're, you know, maybe still have a loose idea. I still want to run four times a week. I want to average about 20, 25 miles a week. You know, that's, that's great, but it's not like a firm goal. It's just, it's more of a, more of a, a guideline than a rule. To, to paraphrase from, from Barbosa. But then you get to, to October or November, you got to, you know, you, whatever, 60 days, 90 days left in the year. Then you can go, all right, let's, let's nail something down. Help me stay on track, finish the year strong, but not overreach, not set myself up to where I feel like I got to run all the miles in the last couple months of the year, but just maybe maintain, maybe take a slight increase, but what's realistic, what makes sense. And, and the risk of burnout, the risk of feeling like a failure because you're setting a goal again that's, that's, that you, you don't have to, to worry about falling behind over the course of 12 months. You just have to get locked in for the last couple. Maybe that works better for you. So, like I said, my, my views on mileage goals have changed substantially in the last six years. For some folks, I think they make a, a ton of sense. I think, it's, I think it's, like I said, I think it's been good for me. But maybe the closing thought, if you're, if you're wavering, if you're thinking, if you're hemming and hawing, if you're not sure, if you want to set a, a mileage goal for 2024, here's, here's the biggest piece of advice that I can give you. And, and I think that if, if you can't answer this question 
in the way that I would like you to answer the question, then I would say that probably it's not a good idea for you to set a mileage goal. And the question is this, if life happens, if like life seriously happens, like, I don't know, maybe you, you jack up your foot and then you decide to move from Florida to Georgia, like kind of spur of the moment, which again, if you've been paying attention or if you've been around here for more than a minute, uh, that's exactly what happened to me in 2022 and why I didn't hit my run the year goal that year. But if, if life happens, right. And, and all of a sudden it's not just a, I need to get a couple extra runs in, but like I'm a couple hundred miles behind where I need to be. And I don't know that I can make that up. You need to be willing to give up on the mileage goal. When, when my foot, and I can't remember if it was March or April, but whatever it was, the spring when my foot got jacked up to the point where I took a month off. And then all of a sudden that kind of led into, Oh, and Oh, by the way, we're going to pack up the house and freaking move to, to Georgia. It, it, it took me about one and a half seconds to be like, well, I guess I'm not running the year this year. It's just, it just, I just knew not going to happen, which then allowed me to have a, a nice gradual runway back into running to building my fitness back up with no pressure of chasing mileage targets, no concern of feeling like a failure. Life happened. I had an injury and we moved two pretty major disruptions that were not at all part of the equation on one January 2022. When I was planning my, my run the year goal that year, we weren't moving and I was healthy. So no reason to think that anything like that was going to, going to disrupt, disrupt the, the progress. So if, if you are, again, if you're the type of person and you probably know, especially you type a people, but this isn't just a type a problem. If you're the type of per- problem and not that, not that it's a problem to be type a don't at me. You know what I mean? If you're not the type of person who can say, this is my goal, but Life has happened. Life took a turn. You got This isn't realistic anymore. Time to reset. And I think, I, I don't know, I talked about it, but I think last year I did kind of get to October and go, all right, you know, we're settled. We're in the new place. Let's, let's, let's set a little, a, a, a mini goal for the last few months of the year. Uh, if you can't, if you know that you're not the type of person that can do that, please don't set a mileage goal for the year, a 12 month goal, because too much can happen. Too much can go wrong. And then you're chasing this goal that's, that's, I don't want to say it's impossible, but it's probably not likely at that point. And what's more likely is that you're going to make the life situations work. You're going to make the injury worse. You're going to be stressed out about your running when that's the last thing we want your running to do. You're going to potentially be disappointed and feel like a failure at the end of the year because you didn't reach the goal that you set the year before and life got in the way. Okay. So if you, you know, and, and again, this is the slippery slope and I, I know I'm getting long in the tooth here, but what else is new? It's a slippery slope where like having a goal that you want to work towards for that's a, that's a big goal like that. You don't just want to be like, ah, you know, it was, it was, it rained. And so I didn't do my long run. So screw it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to like, we don't want that. Like you can't have that attitude. Right. I mean, I guess if you have that attitude, then there's no reason to set a mileage goal for the year. Like, like clearly it's not even on your radar, but if you're the type that's like, I'm going to set this goal, I'm going to freaking do it. That's awesome. But with a mileage goal, there ne- you need to give yourself wiggle room. You need to give yourself the opportunity to bail if that's what is the right choice. And not call it a failure. Not call it a, a, a waste or a loss or I'm disappointed or whatever. It's just, hey, this was the, the goal at the beginning of the year made sense. But when XYZ happened in, in April or June or September, had to let go of the goal. That was the right call. Move on, move on. So if you can't do that, please don't set a mileage goal. If you can do that, doesn't mean you should set a mileage goal, but maybe 
it's a goal that would make sense for you. So there we go. A little bit of a pivot from where I was six years ago, but where I stand today, and who knows, maybe six years from now, we'll, we'll pivot again. That's, that's the beauty of these quick tips, these best of issues, is that sometimes, most of the time they, they're pretty similar, but every once in a while I'm like, yeah, I've evolved a little bit, hopefully for the better. You might disagree, but that's, you know, that's your call. That's your call. Anyway, what do you think about mileage goals? Are you setting a mileage goal for 2024? Have you set them in the past? Have they worked for you? Have they been a dumpster fire for you? Are they, are they something that you're not even interested in at all? I'm curious to hear your thoughts on mileage goals. Good, bad, or different? Hit me up on social media at DizRuns on all of the major platforms. Feel free to shoot me an email at DizRuns at gmail.com. Or, of course, you can head over to the show notes for today, which, again, don't exactly follow the outline that we talked about, which is a little bit unusual, but it is what it is. Dizruns.com slash 1210 is the link. Dizruns.com slash 1210. Certainly there's memes and GIFs. Some of my favorites, quite frankly. Some of my, my favorite memes and GIFs. So check those out. And there's that comment section down in the bottom of the page as well. Feel free to let me know what you think about mileage goals in the comments, in the email, on social media, whatever works best for you. One thing that I think I would say we can all agree on, but probably you might not have a, an opinion until you have one. But uh, dry seats are good, are good products. Keep the funk off your car seats with a dry seat. DRI-seats.com. Dry-seats.com. Diz20 at checkout. Thanks again for supporting the sponsors. Thanks for Dry Seats for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, been a great partnership with them, and hopefully that's something that continues into the new year as well. Uh, but, but whether it does or not, I can guarantee you one thing. My dry seat will continue to be used in 2024 and beyond. Uh, keeping the funk off of my, my 20-year-old car seats, um, which are already kind of Funkified, but not because of the dry seat, just because I didn't have a dry seat when I got the car however many years ago it's been. Anyway, you didn't ask for all that, but I gave it to you anyway. You're welcome. I'm sorry. One way or the other. Thanks for listening. Thanks to dry seats. Thanks for supporting the sponsor. Uh, hope it's been a good year for you. Not that this is the last episode, the, the penultimate episode of 2023. Uh, been a year with some change, been a year with some some growth and some retraction and you know some this and some that, which I guess is kind of every year. Um, but we'll wrap up uh, 2023 with a Q&A next week, and then we'll be on to 2024. Hopefully a great year. Hopefully a year for me of running the year again. Hopefully for you hitting whatever marks you have, mileage or otherwise. But uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time to uh, engage. Thanks for being part of my my world. Let me be a part of yours. Uh, for those celebrating Christmas, hope you have a great Christmas. If you celebrated Hanukkah, hope your Hanukkah was a good one. Uh, the Kwanzaa celebrators, that's coming up as well. Hope you have a great Kwanzaa. One way or the other, I think we all celebrate the new year, or at least we all recognize that a new year is going to happen. So hope you have a happy new year, although I guess I can say that next week. But happy holidays to everybody, whatever holidays you're supporting. And uh, appreciate you. Anyway, be well. Take care. Thanks for listening. Talk soon. See you. <laughs>